Okay, I think we're starting recording. Nope. Cool. When I put this up, I can't tell. It it usually, the the clock, like, I can't tell if it starts or not, but whatever. We'll (laughs) we'll hear what when I post the episode. So, yeah, uh, welcome back to Let's Talk Comics on the Hind Go Seek Network. Um, uh, So, yeah, this is Ryan, and what's your name? I'm Brandon. Oh, nice. Nice to meet you. Um, So, uh, (laughs) I am... Actually, I have a message. I'm just relay. Um, I was specifically told I, I have to say it on the podcast was that uh, mom and dad want me to tell you they say hi. Oh, hey. And, uh, <laughs> mom specifically said that <laughs> to say it on the on the podcast. Too. Aww. <laughs> I like that. That's a great idea. Well, thanks, mom. <laughs> um, uh, does that mean they listen? All right, so oh, that. Uh... <laughs> Mom, yeah, mom's like, oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say I listen. I just wanted you to say it on the podcast. Oh, okay. Just um, came. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. Uh, that was good to hear. Um, yeah. So today, uh, I think was we talked about before. It's been a couple weeks, but um, uh, so we're gonna tackle uh snow of of the story arc from Batman Legends of the Dark Knight, starring Batman and Mister Freeze. Um, it was written by um, I can find this info out in. Unless you can jump in, it's uh, J.H. Williams, the third, second, third, the third, fourth, third. Um, did did Dabby Johnson? What's his name? Don Donald Johnson? What's his name? Uh, he co-wrote it. Yes. Um, yes. Dan Curtis right, Johnson. Sorry. Dabby, you know. <laughs> um, so they co-wrote it, right? Oh, it's good. So yeah, they so it was story by J.H. Williams, third, and Dan Curtis Johnson, and right. then Dan Curtis Johnson did script and dialogue. Uh, and then Seth Fisher um, did the art, and you know he's a very talented, uh, unique artist that um, unfortunately passed away. If you, uh, was it very? Because this, I think this was published in '05. Was it very? Maybe like slightly after this. I guess. Yeah, it I looks remember. like he um, he died in uh, late January twenty uh, two thousand six. Oh wow! So that's yeah, like right month after this was published. So looks like that's that's wild yeah. but but um yeah so great work by him obviously um oh my god the only yeah. the only thing um did he do what was that green lantern green lantern arc uh right. what was it uh, like weird world or something like that will world will world that's right and he did that and i'm like because his and even this you get like hints of it it's like very psychedelic artwork and very like yeah specific artwork uh he doesn't and i really like i mean it's sometimes not in a bad way it doesn't like distract but like there's sometimes where like Batman's making the goofiest face, like oh. he really does. Yeah, he's like, huh? Like he he's does. Like he does it. a few like instances where he's like, uh, there was like <laughs> one or two times. This isn't like a bad thing, but I like I how know. Batman looked like looked a little chunky and, and oh, somebody yeah. looking a little like out of shape. Like, huh. yeah, <laughs> give me a second. I like, to... And I like that. Yeah, like I kind of like his artwork's very uh, in a good way, like unflattering. Like it shows like it doesn't yeah. sound like muscular. It's not showing like. It's like more like the like the um unflatter unflattering uh, lines on Batman and like shapes on people. Right. So it's like it's real. I just love and obviously his artwork stands the test of time. It's just so like distinct and and just like a lot like Frank Wiley, like a lot like yes. they're like a lot of like lines and rules and but but amazing looking and very psychedelic in some parts. But you know. he's definitely like he's from that school of um like hyper detail and and focus and very much like very much like um like mobius yeah like exactly. very much like hype like hyper detail and uh accuracy in, in terms of like what you see especially like when um complex machinery or like rooms where it's just like a whole bunch of stuff that like in the background be like he like he, he made sure to like specifically draw like all these tools on the ground or like you can see stuff in the background it's just like it's really really adds a lot to uh to the story i feel like especially because it's like um there's a cut there's a, a scene early on in the beginning like first issue when like batman comes back from one of his missions and he's all he's all fucked up and he's like kind of laying on uh like part of the cave and it's just like it's so Oh, that was so, so wild. It's all detailed. Where we, yeah, he's just like laying there and he's all bloody. But it's like, he, like all the, the the cave is really well detailed. And like he's like messed up and kind of like mm-hmm. cut up and bloody and just like like you really get to see like 
how much detail is put in yeah each page for this it's great so um yeah so like we said it's uh, by those two writers and um and and seth fisher so uh so the basic story of this is that it's a very early days in batman's career um he's still struggling to do all everything by himself he he, don't, he hasn't really encountered a lot of super villains yet um so he's playing around he was talking to alfred he's talking to jim gordon and kind of getting frustrated with what he wants to do so he starts to recruit a team together and it's about a, a bunch of people like ex army people ex uh or current fbi people or just kind of recruit people to join him on this mission and you know and he can he says they'll he'll pay them in a dummy corporation so it's very discreet and um and so that's what he's doing but at the same time um the the um uh, mr freeze's story it's his origin story as well so it's him working at uh a just a company like uh just doing some stuff and uh <laughs> and uh, uh and he's uh, working on like a freeze weapon and uh they want to do for like military contract but he's against that he says he wants to be a deterrent um right so at the same time um his wife nora uh she goes to the doctor because she is feeling tremors and then he gets a call while he's at work and saying uh, it's an emergency. She's been diagnosed with this rare neurological disorder that's gonna basically, in a nutshell, you know, dementia, sort of, but even worse. Right. Um, so he uh, decides to check her out of the hospital, thinks he can do more than the doctor can to save her, and he takes her to his lab. But unbeknownst to him, the lab they reconfigured all the instruments and all the testing to be military grade freezing. So when he tries to put her in there, he's trying to do something just very slight, like slow down the process, maybe in her brain. I think. Right. Um, he inadvertently freezes her completely. And, and, and then the, the machine backfires and freezes him as well. The next thing he knows, he wakes up and he's like completely just, like a Iceman guy, but yeah, he says he's he touches something and it's like he touches and he says he's endothermic, so he basically like turns something to basically to ice and just brittle and just falls apart. So and then uh, and then he's at the same time having these hallucinations where he sees his wife as almost like an angel and it's beautifully drawn by Seth. Um, oh my god, yeah, and it, yeah, just her like angelic and like flowers all around, and he sees himself still in his how he used to see him. So it's this is going on at the same time and he's kind of having these hallucinations. Um, so, uh, so while this is happening, uh, Batman recruits this whole team and they're doing well. They're either getting some info on this one guy, this Scala, I think uh, is like this low level monster. They're trying, right. it's kind of a smaller thing for Batman, but he's kind of trying to test this group out, trying to get some dirt on this guy, trying to nail him. And, um, they do, uh, uh, do a, what's it, a stakeout? Um, uh, one of his meetings, and turns out Mr. Freeze's like colleagues uh, is trying to sell this guy Scala uh, a freeze weapon, and and then that kind of conjoins the stories together, and so that that mission kind of goes awry because you know one one of the teammates uh, oversteps their boundaries, and then kind of goes wrong, and then you know kind of fucks up the whole, and then Gordon kind of just yells at batman like what do you what are you doing i know and he's such right. a good i love how this story portrays jim gordon he's like he's tired of the shit he's like i'm not yeah. doing this anymore stop lying to me man. yeah <laughs> it's so good and then so um uh so after that um then it starts the the story starts starts to conjoin together they're trying to figure out like oh there's these couple of people got frozen in this uh this place and they're trying to figure out who did it like we don't know if it was Mr. Freeze, was it this other guy? Um, and then they figure out, and then they go to another, I think, uh, oh, I think, I can't remember what the exact events, but Mr. Freeze goes to someone's house and he uh, kind of like, he kills Scala, he freezes other people, and then at that same time, uh, Batman's team is there and they, they see everything and they're like kind of freaking out. They're, they, they're really rattled. They're, they're saying to Batman after they're saying like, this guy isn't human. This is not what we signed up for. This is way over the, we didn't know what this was going to happen. Um, while that's happening, uh, I think right after, one of the teammates of the uh, ex Green Beret kind of goes out on his own mission, kind of wants to be Batman himself, 
tries to take that take out Mr. Freeze, it backfires and Mr. Freeze kills him. But at the same time, I think he so you know basically kills Nora as well. Uh, yeah. So uh, that kind of makes Mr. Freeze go over the edge. He starts this. Thing, he just, he freezes like half of Gotham, I think, and um, yeah. he's kind of wreck, wrecking the town a little bit. And so Batman, you know, basically goes in and takes him takes him out. And uh, then I think Mr. Freeze goes back to his lair, and the rest of the team try to like you know like shut down everything. But he comes back and she he freezes one of the arms of one of the teammates. And uh, right. And then uh, but then um, he kind of freaks out and he. Mr. Freeze jumps into the river and suppose that's the end of the day. Um, but after that, they kind of, they, they all kind of agree. The teammates are like, we can do this, but we can't, we can't do this with Batman. It's not what, and then they kind of go back to their, their hideout and Batman's already cleaned it out and saying like, you guys are fired. Like, right. but yeah. I like how, and then we'll get more into the meat of it, but I like that. He never freaks out at them. He never like screams yeah. at them or like, he's just like, it's over. It's done. And then he doesn't even say that to him. He's just like, Oh, like I guess it is done. Like literally, yeah. the whole thing is cleaned out, and just gone. he just doesn't yeah. talk to him anymore. It's like kind of like a so Batman of story. It's like so cool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then the, the 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 ending is you know Mr. Freeze is probably still out there, and he's saying I don't know if we, I can do that. I need someone. Um, Batman's saying to himself or to Alfred that I I can't do this alone, but also I can't do this with the people. It's too dangerous for these people. I need to get a child who I can train from eight years old. That's what I need to do. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> He's like, it's too dangerous for these 30 year olds. I need to get a child I can train myself. So and that's an He's interesting thing. He's looking at the newspaper <laughs> and, and he sees the Graysons. He's like, unless, <laughs> unless Maybe this child didn't have parents <laughs> and I could adopt them. <laughs> His parents just happened to die and then I'll <laughs> grab him. Train them to be my. Uh, <laughs> so use the child as a soldier. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's basically the, the overall story of it. Um, so that was the plot synopsis. Now we're into the meat. That was chop, great. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> mm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> oh, oh, dripping down my neck. <laughs> Gripping everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, what were your, so, what you, yeah, what are your overall thoughts on uh, this? Yeah, I I remember when this first came out. I remember like it got a lot of reviews because of uh, especially for Seth Fisher's art and just like his like we we talked a little bit about it, but just like he really shines um, in these five issues, and I think it's because of how much like how much they give him, and also like the freedom they give him. And I think that's like a huge part of the story is that like how much of it is allowed for him to go like hog wild on uh, some sequences like especially the dream sequences you're alluding to with uh Victor Freeze and, and Nora when like he sees her and is an angel and like he sees himself sometimes as normal and then as, as it progresses he turns more and more like into like a, a freeze into a, an ice man and just like the perception of himself um and it's 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 really like it's something I really like is how the, how the story goes i i couldn't remember the full details but i liked how how much of the story is about like batman having this idea and i feel like he he's very like idealistic in it where he's like all right i'm gonna have this team mm-hmm. and it has like there, there's some parts i really like when when he's recruiting them it, ha- it has a feel of like a uh Ocean's Eleven, like mm-hmm. you can kind of hear the music of like I need you for a job. It's just kind of like him talking to everybody, <laughs> like in the team together and stuff. And it's like, oh, cool. like hell yeah, like we're we're gonna, gonna clean up Gotham. Hey, you son of a bitch. I'm and I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, in. It's is it's definitely like it's it's cool because like I really like how they do it. Where the first like f- few missions are like instances they're able to help him out. Like it goes really well, and I think it's it does a really good job. Of, like contrasting the idea of like Batman has trained all of his life for this and then he's bringing other people in and then like it's such a it's such a hard shift when, when it does happen but I think but I really like is like how much it illustrates that like Gotham is such a dangerous place and like yeah. it, there's it really gets really scary in, in, in some parts of this this story and it's something I appreciate where it's like no that this is not something you can just like recruit people into and 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 just like 
have a team to help you out is very much like the hard reality of what it's actually actually like to fight crime and like what this would actually actually be like for him it's it's so interesting i really like how they they tackle this i like how it's a great origin story for like for mr freeze but for batman's bat family that would come in later years like he need like it's you know that's it's got shades of the oracle it's got shades of nightwing a little bit it's got shades of all these people that but the pieces aren't just there aren't right there yet it's such a fascinating story about how to tackle the the first two years of batman and and see how he how he and and he does put in like sometimes like we're you know batman's still not the best at like jim gordon's still getting pissed off at him because he's been yeah and stuff and (laughs) um there's a great part on the issue in the second issue and he's uh uh, recruiting myra charon um and she's uh uh, so she's written good books on psychology of criminal behavior but her ideas are too revolutionary for her peers so uh that's just the character Mm. so he (laughs) i love the panel he's at i think like a university or something he just comes out of the bushes he's just like and I love the, the it's like push and it's just Russell 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 like he's got, it's so funny how he's like kind of still new at this like he's not exactly yeah. like uh, sneaking up on her she's like oh god what the hell's going on in that yeah. bush uh, like, hey, I have a mission for you and he's like he's like leaves out his hair well, he leaves out his yeah. costume um, but the it's cool talk to me yeah. <laughs> it's cool seeing um, a story from this perspective and it's it's yeah. reminds me of a lot of later on uh, Jeff Johns is um. Batman, uh, was it Earth Two, uh, where he's like very yeah. inexperienced and he's still, um, I feel like he's in this he's more experienced than that, but in this it's still like he needs help, he needs these people to kind of like be his uh, proteges, and um, well, obviously it doesn't work out, but it's such a yeah. way to take this. Uh, it's not as exciting as it would be just him taking on Mr. Freeze by himself, but it's a cool way of right. combining those two origin stories. Right. I think that's, I, I like what you pointed out too, where like, he's still inexperienced. I think a, a big part of it, like what, what I like is that, like, he's still very young. Like he still has this, like it, 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 it's very much supposed to be in his first like year or so of like, of doing um, like, his career as batman i think it's something that like really illustrates how much of it is him tr- like him figuring this out i think it's it's like a it, it's it's a good step in in terms of like w- what his career is, is like as batman because it's like a, a natural response of like all right if i can't do this on my own it makes sense to bring other people into this but it's like at the same time he doesn't fully know how to do that i feel like it's very much like he's taking on a lot and it's it like it's very much like yeah like the the reality of, of, of trying to do this and yeah it, it's just like it's a it's a really fascinating look at um at like w- what the cost is is for that and how much of it because like I keep thinking there's a really great sequence when Batman's team is on a mission and they're trying to do the stakeout for uh for Scala and they, they mm-hmm. like they're trying to do some like investigative work and then they run into i think it's like an undercover cops and they're kind of, they're kind of like oh like what, what are you doing here and they're like oh we're just uh we were assigned to this so they're, they're trying to lie their way through like what's going on and they're like we're gonna call this in real quick and then like oh, yeah, that's great someone else has to like come in and, and rescue them and there's a great sequence when they're trying to get away in a van and it cuts away to batman and like he's listening on the radio and <laughs> he just kind of looks like beleaguered and it's yeah it's really well done it's like he's not disappointed he's just like like oh, like fuck like what what did i get them into it's very yeah, much exactly. like the feeling of like like is this is this worth it like do you do, do i think this could work still and it's yeah it, it's i really like that because it's, it's very much like it's it separates batman from everyone else how he's trying to have it all but i think it's like he's gonna have to sacrifice a lot of his life to like if he really wants to commit commit himself to this mission i like that I, it, it's a cool another because we've seen stories in the past where um i think uh in what's a good a, example of him uh a little bit of in grant morrison's batman where he's struggling to see if he needs he wants to keep up this life if he's 
funny. Yeah, I think he meets that one, the heiress, and she's trying to like convince him, like, this is crazy. You're you, right. all these things in these back caves <laughs> could could fund a third world country for years. Or yeah, um, there's a, I think in um. It might be in um uh, uh Steve Engelman's or the Strange Apparitions arc. Do you remember that one? Right. Um, is yeah, it when he meets a uh, Silver Saint Cloud, and that's a little yeah. bit of that. Like whenever he meets like a, 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 a like a lady, or yeah, um, you know, like and he's like he, he gets infatuated, and he and a little bit of obviously masculine phantasm. Um, right. They, you I'll know, he yeah. he's uh, questioning whether this is right to go forward, and I like the take of this. Like it's not. He's not dating someone. It's it's just more of like a milestone in his, like what you need in his life is like what where where is he going with this? Like he can he can't just keep beating himself every night. But right. it's also not taking like the the obvious path. It's going this way where it's he's recruiting a team and he's seeing the world from their eyes and seeing what works and what doesn't and what he can learn from them. So it's a really cool way of showing how Batman is vulnerable. And yes. and especially my favorite favorites. I'm sure you have them in the quote section, but there's some great quotes in. Um, uh, I don't have them written down or anything, but um, but uh, with um, uh, with Jim Gordon and Batman, where you know he uh, it's like a couple times where they meet up, and he, he especially I think it's the second time where he shows up, and he's like, uh, we just pulled up some people, and uh, they're the same people that we saw uh, uh, interviewing people. He's like, and and Batman's like, I don't know. He's like, stop lying to me. Stop I love that. Telling yeah. me that you don't know these people. I know they're working for you. And he's like, Jim, I, I don't. He's like, I, I, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done. And they just, yeah. I love how Jim Gordon is just so. And I love in one I'm of the so tired. Uh, one of the uh, yeah one of the panels. Uh, Seth uh, <laughs> Seth Williams uh, or uh, Seth yeah uh, sorry uh, Seth Fisher Fisher um, yeah he uh, draws like steam coming out of Jim Gordon's ear. <laughs> so I love that little touch that he has in some some uh, like little flourishes like. Uh, that he adds in some of these panels, so it's a great, it's a great realistic way of like Jim Gordon blowing up at Batman. Like he's not, he doesn't trust him yet because he's that hasn't been yeah. around yet, and he's flawed a few times it seems like, and so it's really cool. It's great dynamic of I, seeing that their dialogue is really great. Yeah, it, it's something like I really appreciate, and like I, I love how Gordon is used in, in this arc where uh, yeah, like after he he blows up at him and he's like he's like stop lying to me yeah <laughs> don't tell me you don't know him he's like if i see you like the next time i see you i'm gonna arrest you so and I, I love that it's it's such a good way of like it's they're still early on in the relationship and he's just like i can't keep doing this and like yeah you you, you messed up a like a sting operation that, that has been like set up for like six months now mm-hmm. and that's and it's like it's it's cool it, it really shows like this this feeling of like how it would actually be if you if you actually ha- had Batman as an ally, cause it'd be like, yes, he's helpful, but it's also like when, when he's doing this, it's like, it completely messes everything up where it's just like, like it, like I, I know what you're trying to do, but it's like, and with Batman, like he, he has the best intentions, but it's like, we know that cause we're like, we're the audience. But then like as, as Gordon, he kind of has to go along with it. Cause it's like, all right, I guess I'll, I'll like, I'll, 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 I'll go along with it for now. And then like, this is, I like, this is the point where he's like, no, like you have to cut this out. Like I can't keep doing this anymore. It's great. It's a, it's great. It's like the scene and, and it's cool. Cause this is great. It was a quick five issue read, but at the same time, it's a great slow burn of seeing what the effect of the story has Batman getting this team together and, seeing them do like one mission together and sit kind of working and then seeing Mr. Freeze grow in his powers and, and then it all just comes together toward yeah. the end. It's just, and it's just, it's too much. And it's, it's amazing how, and yeah, obviously with, and then him and Jim's relationship is just so well built in these five issues where it's, he, sh- he shows their tension he shows them butting heads and it's a great way of showcasing this. I, I think it, they did such a Absolutely. great job. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something I really like. Like, uh, there's an early scene on with uh, Batman and Harvey. Then, and I think that's a great sequence of like him kind of realizing, like, yeah, like Harvey, he's a good ally, but there's only so much he can do for me. Yeah, and kind of like that's interesting. Batman realizing, like, I need someone, I need people who are more on my side and kind of like a little like above the law um, wow, with this. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's definitely like. Uh, and, and it's cool seeing like um, there's no sequence I was thinking about what we, we were talking about like 
Batman's still being young. I think that there's a great sequence with when he first encounters Mr. Freeze. And it's, I really like how it's laid out um, in terms of the fight. Cause it's like, it's a very like sloppy fight where mm-hmm. the both of them, like both of them don't really know what they're doing. And like Batman slips and then like he, he gets the ice gun kind of like on, on his feet, like when, when he's in the lake. So he's kind of like just frozen there. And, yeah, that and yeah, cool. he has to have like, yeah, like, like one of his team members has, has come up and like, chop his legs out to, to get him out there that's so intense um I, I like how and the usual uh opposite way people write mr freeze he's very emotional in these issues he's very uh yeah. he, he's not in control of his emotions he's he, he's when he's especially when he's playing batman he's saying like what are you doing you should be on my side these are the bad guys i'm taking them down like you're not what are you I, doing like he's just like yelling at him and he's so obviously distraught and he's out of his mind in these uh, couple yeah. issues just with grief and so it's a cool way of writing this early Mr. Freeze and I love um, the way his skin oh, looks like it's so sloppy and so like yeah. gross looking and, and he, and he, he doesn't know he's, he just has the gun and he and he's just lashing out at everyone and his eyes are completely red so it's really cool right it's it's a scary it's such a good visual Mr. Freeze. it's really really cool like looking at all the visuals and um, yeah. And the fact that, I mean, obviously in other versions, you know, uh, maybe in the animated series and Batman Robin, you you know, he frees someone, but it's like, oh, don't worry, we'll just warm them up. Like, literally everyone <laughs> he touches or freezes either dies or has to have their, you know, body part amputated. So it's 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 a, it's like yeah. real stakes. It's So it's really cool to see how intense um, these couple issues are with with him as a villain. And it's, oh, I haven't seen a lot of times that where he's this good in this. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's something I, I really appreciate. It's it's like, um, especially there's a few sequences that like actually made me wince in terms of I was like I was like that looks so painful when um there's the one team member, I think it's Jared's when like he 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 goes to like he goes to assassinate uh, Mr. Freeze and like as he's diving to shoot him he, he gets hit with a freeze freeze ray and then as he like falls on the ground you see like yeah pieces of him, like break off <laughs> then like how how it's like illustrated it's like you can see like the bone and like the muscle mm-hmm. like around it like it's in like frozen in there and it's like oh god it is it's brutal it's really scary yeah like um yeah right after that it shows you know that you know, he kills him and uh it's the end i think that's in the fourth issue and i love this panel yeah. um it's not like you can't like quote it but you can you know, describe it it's it's batman it's right after that and i don't know if it it doesn't. I don't know if it. Maybe Batman suspects that um, Garrett uh, person has already like gone rogue and tried to do this, and it just shows him staring at like a blank TV <laughs> or a uh, you know the TV screen with all when the, the colors. Yeah. yeah, like Dan Bison, and then he's sitting on like a couch. His feet are still thawing out, and uh, his bat buckles, and he just looks so exhausted. So it's a great, it's a great panel from the, one of the that. last issues. It's just, and he's just so exhausted and so broken right now and he's just yeah so tired and it's a great yeah it's hard it's hard to do during quote time but it's a great like visual image of what how great seth uh was and he you know, like how 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 he could draw so much emotion in one little in image yeah great it's great it's, it's great pan it's it's such a great panel like in terms of pacing too where it's just like it's so striking like when i first saw it i just kind of like i paused when i, when I saw mm-hmm. it because it's so like you really feel like the weight of everything and just like the way he he has like the the bad belt kind of like yeah like uh almost like over his shoulder and he's just kind of like just like sitting there like it, it's like i can feel how tired batman is isn't in, in, mm-hmm. in that it's it's like when you're just you've had like a few weeks when you're just like i'm so exhausted and i mm-hmm. i can't even like i can't even get up right now like i just need to sit here for like a minute oh, and it's just like so oh it's it's incredible yeah I, I love it. Uh, it's 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 so good. It's um yeah, just a lot of this is is very well done and um yeah I'm like yeah what a I think I can't think of anything unless you want to uh you know have any other thoughts on the meat. I think uh <laughs> um I think especially like something I was thinking about was I love how much again I, th- I think I'm just gonna talk about like how much I like uh. Seth Fisher and like how much he's like he was, he was probably one of the best artists like uh, yeah. of, of like the 21st century. It's just he's so he's so uniquely talented in like what he was what he was doing. Where 
uh, especially in terms of his cartooning, I think it's something that like is really un- underrated. Like, like you had mentioned uh, with Gordon, with like hit, the steam coming out of his ears, is, is such a goodly <laughs> so old good. detail where it's like he allows these moments of re- really emotional uh, conversations to really build up and like have these outlandish like things happen but it 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 feels it feels right in the moment it's like it's funny but also you you understand with gordon his frustration of like how it would actually be interacting with batman and it's just like it's something i I really love is how much um how much of the the story is like like i think like the layouts and i know there's like an audio medium but it's just like something i really appreciate about with uh with seth like how much of his layouts are 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 really they're so fascinating they're like so compelling to look at because like so much of his stuff is about you will sometimes get like the reaction to something and then you'll get like the actual action like there's one scene with batman when he's fighting mr freeze and he shows you uh Batman getting like his legs frozen and then in the next panel you see like freeze like he's he's falling backwards mm-hmm. and he's he's shooting the ice gun and it's a really it's a it's just like a really cool trick in terms of using using the medium to kind of like like in a lot of ways you're having the like have, having the like what happens next before you actually know what what's happening in, in the present I think that's just like s- such a good little storytelling choice on his part and there's a few moments where he really uses it well in terms of like just giving you uh like the weight of what's happening to all these characters and it's just like there's a lot of like little details where he he would sneak in where especially like he i think like seth fisher is able to sell a lot of this a lot of the violence in this issue and in these issues in a way that it doesn't feel gratuitous, but like when it happens, you really feel like how painful, like how 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 brutal it is. Because like we see mm-hmm. with the one woman, she has like her whole heart, whole arm, her whole arm, it's pretty much like frozen by Mr. Freeze. And then like the next few pages, you you just see it like it's 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 been bandaged up, but it's been amputated. And it's a good it's a good way of like kind of showing like he doesn't need to show you like her arm got like shattered or like it was being like or like the actual surgery scene it's a good like it's a good choice on his part of like you're you're kind of getting it from it, it's a, it's a much more grounded view of of batman which is i guess like is, is maybe at odds with some of his sequences in in the book it's like as you said it's it, it's it's very psychedelic at points where yeah you would see like mr freeze and nora where it's just like this these beautiful sequences that look like they're out of like like Sandman or something like that, where it's just like these like fantastical scenes of and 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 shout out especially to Dave Stewart, the the colorist, like the way he's able to really sell uh, the Gotham parts, and then like these dream sequences with Nora of just like how angelic she looks and how scary Mister Freeze like he looks and how like he looks to himself is just like a monster. It's really remarkable. It's a, it's yeah, it's such great art by him, and um, you know, so so talented at uh, such a young age. So it's uh, it's yeah. great to great to read this again. I remember reading this. I it's been I remember reading it. Yeah, in the library. yeah, I feel like we got it from trades. Um, yeah, probably, you know, at least ten or more than that. So like fifteen years ago, probably. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's wild. So yeah, it's weird to think about, it, but I I miss um, but it seems like they're coming back. DC Comics is kind of going back to this. Of um uh just uh stand standalone stories uh because Legends of the Dark Knight was a great um uh, uh series to just showcase writers and artists doing either origin stories for or just standalone stories within so it seems like right now they're doing absolutely um I think there's a there's a few stories I'm collecting like there's um that I still have to read but um they're, they're just doing short bursts of mini series so it's cool it's it, yeah. it seems like it's a similar idea where it's just having um a certain writer or a certain artist just come in and do their story and just get in, get out and it's really cool i'm Absolutely. glad they're kind of leaning back into this i know there's a glut yeah. of batman stories out there but it's still i mean it, it gets sales so it's you know kind of speaks for itself right. I, I think it's like but they're doing that yeah 
a good way of doing it where it's like you you'll like you know batman's gonna sell so if you if you put someone like you're who's like newer or like off off the beaten path i think that's like it's a more exciting thing it's like if if i see someone who i really love but they don't do superhero comics that often i think would be like i'd be like oh hell yeah like i want to buy that immediately because like like, (laughs) there's part of me and this is like i'm i'm like half joking half Mm -hmm. extremely serious that like when i was reading this i was like i really want like a, a chris Ware uh batman story because i want to see like his <laughs> his version of like how he would yeah. do like like a batman thing like i want to see his his bat cave of like how so he's cool. like and this and then with all the arrows and <laughs> yeah. stuff and, like right yeah all the minutiae that goes into it it's really cool i love how yeah i love how he breaks down everything like that um yeah oh my that'd God. be so cool um, <laughs> um i would love to have seen uh grant morrison work with um with uh, Seth Fisher, I feel like they would have gone oh really God. well together. I feel like they would have uh, been gelled very well. And, you know, because I think uh, I was reading a little bit of his um, background, and it, 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 he moved to Japan, and I feel like um, he they could have done maybe like Grant Morrison and him could have done oh like, a, a, like story set in Japan or something like that. Because I think he, I think yeah, Seth uh, drew a couple stories that were set there because he knew like yeah um, the landscape there. So. It would have been really cool to see something like that, but um, it was really cool. I, I, I definitely know I need to go back and read uh, Will World um, that he Me did too, with yeah. James Demetius. Oh, how do you say Demetius? I think it's Demetius. Demetius, yeah, I gotta read yeah. that. And then a few of his other, he did uh, Doom Patrol for a little bit, but I'm not. I don't oh, think shit. it was under. Not I more. Than... I don't think it was because yeah. it, it says oh two oh three. Oh yeah, with okay. uh, John. Yeah. So, um, hmm. yeah, he did Spider Man with Joe Hill, apparently. Oh, uh, just an issue, though, but that's cool, though. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a perfect fit for Spider Man, too. That's yeah. like, I think, great. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, just cool. uh, other things that he That's did great. That's awesome. It's time, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Uh, that's a good reminder, too. Like, yeah, yeah like for, um, for me to go back, especially to read stuff that's like, has, has already come out, because I feel like I especially for comics I, I will do that where I, I will be like constantly looking ahead to like all right what's coming out next what's coming out what's, yeah. coming out what's coming out this month what's coming out next month but then sometimes i have to remember i'm like oh yeah there's always great stuff that i haven't read that i have to go back and and read at this point i think it's a a good reminder to everybody to like yeah like if you yeah like there's there's plenty of stuff that i think like i've like ho- holes in my reading that i keep me and go back to but this is a great opportunity to like Fill in those reading holes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about these issues? We'll move on to the next topic. Um. No, I th- I think you you said it best. I I I really love these issues, and I love like this era of, of DC, especially. It's something I was I was thinking about Me where too. it's like, I still love DC, but it's definitely like I like this era when they're kind of do some like some weirder stuff, that, like a little bit like off the beaten path for artists and like i i was like thinking about like i wonder i don't know if like seth fisher was like if he's like if he was tough to get but, but like i wonder if they, they were just like just get him on a just, just get uh-huh. him on the book just get him on the it, book like really quick feels like, like it sometimes get him, with, get him on somewhere yeah the legends of dark Knight, i feel like it's sometimes like good gets like they you know yeah. certain people want to work with certain people and they were able to get them on an arc so i feel like that was the the book to do back then so i think that was a yeah i think that could be a good point to that you know yeah all right so um i think we'll move on to i think what do we agree on uh quote time for right now yeah oh, yeah for quotes oh, 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 oh. it's a it's a quotes uh word balloons coming up so it's like i let me see i took a few down later in the issues so I can get mine out, but I know you have. You always have a good amount. Actually, I just have two. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think well, we already did it. I love the one where um, uh, where Jim's yelling at Batman, Jim, and then Batman's like, "Jim, I don't know what you're." She's like, "Stop it! I'm tired of this. We're done. Next time I, you get in my face, I'm resting. You know, go away." <laughs> I love that. Such That's a so one. good. Yeah. And then um, uh, I think the other one was, I think Doctor Charon would be better qualified to judge that. Uh, Batman says, "You don't get it, man. This 
Breeze guy is in like the other stuff we've been mm-hmm. doing. You saw how he moved. You set us up against something that isn't even human anymore. I'm not surprised by this as you are. Like it's such a cool and that was by one of the people that he's working with. It's just like he's like, You don't get it. This is not yeah. real. This isn't this is like a monster. It's a, you know, like oh this God. isn't like why we signed up because we wanted you like make a difference and you know, but this is beyond our our reasoning. And then <laughs> it's just a, it's yeah, great. that's so scary. That's like that's so intense. Is especially how he says it is like he's not even human anymore. Like yeah, that's it's so awesome. Oh my god, that's terrifying. That's like it reminds me of um like that that perspective reminds me of the scene in Gotham Central when Mr. Freeze shows up and he like freezes one of the cops and just like smashes through him. It's so fucking scary. (laughs) It's like, oh my god, like how how terrifying that would be. Um I was gonna say one more was uh well it's not really a a line, but I forgot to mention earlier subject uh in the earlier segment um where uh some one of the other and i love the batman saying this he's narrating and saying they're they're working together very well it's, they're getting this um back and forth it's efficiency where they're just using initials and they're just going fast they they, they know how to work together and one of the the one person calls no it's like, it's like ld uh blah, blah 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 so all i could think of was curb enthusiasm with uh jb smooth where like, yo ld what's up yeah <laughs> i love the uh <laughs> <laughs> I just like think of like jb smooth as like one of these uh, one of his uh in, hel- like helpers and oh stuff like yo yeah. batman what's up <laughs> yeah yo, <D. laughs> bm what are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i love the idea that like <laughs> now i keep oh, now i keep picturing that this is like a, a kirby enthusiasm episode and like with, with gordon talking to the batman is like don't tell me that that, that that wasn't your people and he's just like i don't know what you're talking about and then just the, them doing the uh the larry david kind of like, like hmm kind of like looking at him to see <laughs> if he's lying yeah. like, all right <laughs> 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 Batman Kirby enthusiasm up to it's just so good. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, that was, I love those initials that I love seeing. LD. <laughs> Sorry, LD. That. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a few quotes uh I like. Um there's one from issue one where Bruce is talking to Alfred. We're more than a match for Gotham's problems. Alfred, assuming Gotham's problems stay the same. And I like that. It's just like that, that, yeah. feeling, that like, it was kind of a dread about it. It's like, we kind of know, like, uh, this, is, this is only going to get worse for, for Bruce, like, <laughs> right now. Um, in the first issue, I, I like with Victor when he's, he's on Eddie. Um, it's not a weapon, Eddie, it's a deterrent. There's a difference. <laughs> Nobody uses a deterrent. And I, I thought that was like a, a really cool. I thought that was a really good line and a good conversation when they're talking about how like the only real money they can make is from the military. And I think that was a, that was a good commentary on the idea of like of like how capitalism will like favor the idea of a weapon compared to like medical research or like scientific research or something like that. And I think it's a, it's a good way of like kind of illustrating like oh this was like he, he was kind of uh, like Mr. Freeze especially was like kind of made because of like people's greed and, and, mm-hmm. and their like constant need for something that's like like something more instead of uh, instead of instead of the greater good I, I love that line so it was like no one ever, what, what's the deterrent line again I, it's just such a good like iconic line I feel like yeah it's um it's not a weapon Eddie it's a deterrent there's a difference. Nobody uses a, 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 a deterrent. That's like a great line that. for yeah, like just for light, light uh, like well, military and like mil, militarization. It's like, well, why are we creating this? Well, it's a deterrent. Well, it's like, well, no, nothing we create is ever going to be a deterrent. Like it's going to be a weapon to be used. Yeah, it's never right, going to be a defense. It's going to be an attack thing. So it's like, what are we doing this for? Yeah. So that's a right. great uh, all. That's a great line in that. It's just it's like him saying like what well, this doesn't make sense while we're doing this <laughs> yeah like I, I was really shocked but i was like oh wow that's a i was like damn that's good that that's definitely like a good like prescient kind of line so cool uh-huh. 
Um, I'll leave this line from Bruce. It was a really quick one, but he's like, he was talking about the cops, and he's like, 20% more effort would result in 80% uh, more return. And I like that in terms of, like, what he's trying to say of, like, uh, it was like it was in, like, issue one, and it's just kind of him talking about, like, like how he's how he's trying to like interact with people and it's like it, it is interesting because it, it definitely it makes it in this way of like how batman like how he sees fighting crime is very like analytical and mm-hmm. scientific of like all right if if we put this much effort in like well it's just like it, it's it's interesting to see him like break down like how you fight crime is almost like it's no longer like emotional for him at that point it's very much just i'm doing this like in the most efficient way possible. But I think that's like, I think it's almost like that's why he fails for, for, for this story is because like, he's approaching it in a way that's like analytical and cold and kind of like in a scientific way when it's like, you yeah. have to do more by your heart instead. It's interesting. It's really cool. Um, I like this. It was, it was when Batman was going to meet the, uh, the tech guy in, in issue two. He did. He distrusts because he's never been shown trust. Mm. He's never reached out to anyone because no one has offered a hand. Oh, I, just, a I like that line. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it's just like that. Like oh wow, like it is very much like he sees that. It's very much like he he does see th- these intricacies in people, and I think it's like he really values that. It's like oh, like you don't know to trust people because no one's seen this in you and like trusted you with something like this. Like, but, but I do instead. Yeah. And I like that. <laughs> um, I like this. There's a great, there's a great line with Mister Freeze and uh, 195 when he's like, he's on to like hallucination of Nora. Even the city has changed. Remember how lovely we thought it was when we first moved here? Now I don't even recognize it. Sometimes even with the new, new construction. That and then like. Coupled with, there's a line in the next issue when I think it's Amy is is talking to like she's kind of confronted by Mr. Freeze, and I love this this exchange between Amy and Mr. Freeze. Nobody's ruined anything. This just the world just changes, whether we like it or not. Uh, not anymore. Uh, and that's I'm like, a great, I love that's such a good exchange. Yeah, great pairing of lines too, where you know that's a great notice, like. Where he's and that's no is that Nora or is it just his hallucination of Nora? So it's it's a uh, yeah like his his like he's talking to oh yeah Nora in the first line so he's kind of like lamenting what's going on oh yeah so it's, and then she's like contradicting him it's like you can't change this it's not you know, oh, it's only you can't oh Amy right it's Amy and, the, and the, it's like the um the one that gets her her, her, her yeah. Opera. Uh, yeah, like she, she's I, yeah, I love she, that. she's trying to go against him. Yeah, I just I love that. But yeah, like the that you called that out, like it's such oh, a great line by her you. saying, you know, like he's saying that in a couple, you know, a couple minutes before, yeah. but she's contradicting him later on. She didn't hear that conversation, but she's like contradicting him, and he's like, you can't change. Yeah. He's like, yes, I can. I can. I can stop change. I can stop progress, which is like what he wanted to do with Nora, right? Like, yeah. Well, you know. The, the disease it's so tragic can, yeah it's really sad though yeah it's, it's like, very much like that yeah just like how he sees the world is like he wants to like he wants to keep it in this perfect like chrysalis like status of of like how he sees it and then like, like a snow globe goes against it <laughs> i like that. i like that <laughs> or an icicle or a yeah a or chrysalis, yeah. I like yours better. <laughs> like I like yeah. my metaphor better. <laughs> I mean, I think in, in, in the, on the one cover that they even do have a uh, have like a little snow globe on, on the ground. Um, I, I think like <laughs> I like the idea of like them them pointing that out more often and be like, "Get it? Do you get it? It's like a snow globe." Like, and I'm just like, I feel like a lesser. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> the covers are so like obvious and um, yeah <laughs> i do like the titles um or all the issues where it's it's a playoff of like a snow compound world word so what it's like right. snow blind snow bound snow something oh, i think shit, uh, I, like that. That. Yeah. I like yeah like those titles but it's like it's like hitting you in the face with like 
<laughs> it's ice and snow and free, freeze and everything. Like wink, wink. <laughs> it's about Mr. Huh? Freeze. Yeah. Who's this about? Is this about Joker? Is this about Joker? Yeah. Right there? Nope. Yeah. nope. <laughs> All right, I got it. What's another one? <laughs> It'd be like if uh, in the first issue they're like, um, <laughs> he was like constantly complaining about like uh, 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 how hot it was in the laboratory. Like, uh, God, it's so hot in here. We got to turn down the temperature. Like, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Freeze, you love it cold. I don't know. I guess I just I'm a bit of a, of a snowman, I guess. I guess Honestly, I like that. That's not a thing that anyone says. <laughs> I guess I'm a snowman. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a, yeah. <laughs> but that's, um, yeah, it's been, that's pretty much it for quotes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this uh, on our last episode, but we wanted to introduce a new category, which is uh, John Mulaney quotes that fit this, uh, this, uh, the whatever comic arc we're listening over reading. So um, right. I just, I had two that, are fairly obvious, but I wanted to say them anyway. Um, uh, well, the first one I had was uh, just um, uh, so Mister Freeze is like you know he's new he's new in town, and he comes up to Batman. He's like, "Hey, I'm gay, I have AIDS, and I'm new in town. I'm gonna push him." <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do first. But I guess Mister yeah Mister I guess Mister Freeze would say, "I'm gonna come up to him. I'm gonna freeze him." Hey. I'm I'm frozen. My wife has died, and I'm new in town. <laughs> I'm freezing. I'm gonna push Batman, and I'm gonna freeze. I love the idea of like Batman talking to his team, and they're like, "Oh, there's no, <laughs> there's no available guys in in, in this town." Like, well, uh, well I just had someone. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you about him. He's new in town. Can you tell me two other things about him? <laughs> And then my other thing was uh, just in, in in the Mister Freeze tradition, um, the the quote, um, "I'll keep all my emotions right here, and then one day I'll die." And that's like pretty much what Mister Freeze does. It really um, is. Yeah, emotions just keeping in there can... like a ball in his chest, and then he'll die. <laughs> and he just died. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh God, I'm I'm so glad we didn't like. I, 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 I was I was worried we might have the same ones, but like oh. <laughs> difference i only have one because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this the whole time <laughs> and it's <laughs> i imagine this is uh mr freeze how he like how he talks about uh, nora like uh, especially from like issue two onward where he's like i love my wife and she's a bitch she keeps telling them to like oh to God. kill people <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think of all the instances where, you know, like Mr. Freeze is in mind saying he wants a Best Buy <laughs> gift card and, or whatever, a rewards card. And it's like, oh, I wish. And, and, and Nora's like, God damn it. <laughs> you want one? Just, no. <laughs> all those Nora just walks away. Yeah, just walks away. <laughs> oh my God. But I love that. Yeah, like just like but yeah. My wife is frozen and she's a bitch. <laughs> she said I love her for that. I love, yeah, I love her for that. Yeah. And I I guess also the 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 way Nora like I'm trying to think of how oh damn, I was trying to figure out like how to phrase it where it's like um where like she just tells like him her problems, be like, I'm sick. I'm like, well we can do something about that. Yeah. I can, uh, I'm di- I'm dying from this. It's <laughs> like, well, well I could do something about that. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that bit. Um, there's one, there's one joke I can think of how to uh, like where to put it, but it's it, it, it reminded me of it's a very particular thing, but it reminded me of the Bechtel cast, and I was thinking, um, do you think Chris Nolan was like was furious when he found out that uh, Mr. Freeze had a dead wife? He's just like, fuck, I could have used him. I could have yeah. used him. I could have used him in all three movies. Favorite. <laughs> <He's a> favorite. <laughs> like, cast someone with brown hair and <laughs> get me uh, one fast <laughs> bending. Yeah. I don't know what you're like, Yeah. And get, my, get me a brown haired woman. <laughs> get so, and make sure she doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Bruce Wayne's mom. <laughs> that's, that's, <so laughs> that's a really good, yeah. I, I, 
forget that. She like I think her only thing she does is like, uh huh, we're leaving. Like she doesn't even oh, have yeah, to say. Like, it's just oh, like, okay. I was like, yeah, she just kind of agrees to like <laughs> leave the opera. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Wally Fister, I need you to shoot her in a way, just constantly like soft light on her. <laughs> if a dream sequence that's it and like anything else nope <laughs> no more notes um do you want to switch over to to the music section sure yeah music for humans boop, boop. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i was like hmm <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do if it's I, i'll do my regular and then wolf parade song real quick and then yeah if you want um my i was listening to it it came on shuffle when i was listening to this arc um but i really like um and it felt really good in these issues it was uh you know the whale song by Maus mouse oh that's that's a great choice and, yeah and it's like i love the way that the guitar goes it's just it's, just, it's kind of like it's a little bit of like a dreading like like yeah kind of like it's like like it's really like like you know creeping dread kind of like you know like nervousness in the that guitar and then i mean the 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 lyrics aren't it's like um it's i I like that it's kind of like describing batman it's like i know i'm a scout i should have found a way out so everyone can find a way out um it's it's it kind of fits him a little bit so i kind of like that song that yeah fits with uh the issues and then uh for the wolf parade song i just had i, I was trying to think of like something um it, the lyrics aren't super relevant to but uh i was the gray estates i always think of that song um i like it, that. It, it almost reminds you of like snow and like winter time the gray estates and it feels like it's you're like ro- like sliding around a, a, hill, yeah. a snowy hill or something like that during winter time so I feel, like, I feel like when I'm listening to that yeah. song, I think the winter time. So that, those are my. Like yeah. Especially for that last issue when, like, so much of Gotham is just, like, all fucked up and just yeah. and just ice everywhere. Like, <laughs> definitely has that. Like, yeah, it's like the gray states of just, like, the whole, yeah, the like, a whole city is just gray and, like, white, like, uh, like from all the snow. Exactly. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so I have I have four, um, so I think the, so, so I think they fit pretty well. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first one is Kath by Death Cat for Cutie. Yeah. This is because I was thinking about when there's a moment kind of early on when when Victor is talking to the doctor and he says like, "Oh, the, the, this condition that your wife has it's it's hereditary," and like yeah, if you if you, if you have any children. Did you get them tested? And like he, it's it's a really tragic line where he's like, "No, we um we didn't like we we, we don't have any children yet." And uh, he like he says it's really good the way it's the way it's lettered, especially is like he's talking to himself and he's like, uh, he's like, this wasn't how this wasn't how it's supposed to be, and it's just kind of like him really upset about like just he had this idea of like what he wanted his life to be, and it it reminds me a lot of like uh the song calf like how much of it is about about like the idea of in that song it's talking about talking about like uh someone's daughter who like uh who dies and how she was supposed to be the one that like to have a family and to keep and to, to, and to become a wife and, and like like have all these things and in, in, in her life going forward but like her life was cut short and it's really tragic and it's just like that that feeling of like like i i didn't know it was going to be like this and it's really disappointing in the moment yeah that's a that's a good that's a good comparison yeah thank you um another one i have is by the dodos uh death oh yeah and uh, which is a uh, obviously just uh if people don't know like from the title people will know it's a (laughs) Pretty sad song. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty brutal in terms of like th- there's a one line of lyrics that really stick in my head because it's a it's just really intense. Where it's talking about uh, it's talking about someone and it's it's very obviously supposed to be like the speaker is talking about someone who died and as they put it, 
if you if i took your place would it hurt and it's and it's just like that that really affecting idea of just like how much victor i think like he he is so tragically uh stuck being alive where like he would rather be be dead instead of nora i think there's just this feeling of him he's frustrated with the fact that like why am i still going on and like she has to she has to be frozen instead um and then the third one it's kind of like a little bit uh off uh kind of like yeah left field but i I like it is uh monster by kanye west oh that's Um, a good one i feel like it was a good fit for like how we see Mr. Freeze later on in the issues of just like he has gone yeah like he has gone so far beyond human that he is a monster at this point like how how the team describes him at one point is like he's not a person anymore like he's just this like uh yeah like he is beyond human now and I feel like that song has that like intensity and kind of like that 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 really scary kind of quality to him that really mirrors him I love that. That's a perfect choice. Yeah. And then uh, my last one, and I was thinking this is this is kind of like this is definitely the first one I, I thought of because I think like this one really describes like how I feel about w- with Bruce uh, through these issues is uh, Demons by The National. Um, right. And especially with this one, there's a really good line that like kind of comes throughout the song is uh so I stayed down with my demons and it's just like, it's, it's a good, it's a good song in terms of like, like I keep, I keep thinking of it when we talk, we talk about the one panel with, with Bruce when he's just like, he's sitting on the couch and he's defeated and just exhausted. And it's just like that feeling of like, I stay down with my demons and I'm going to like, I'm going to keep alone from everyone else because like, I, I, I don't want to bring other people in, in, into this world and kind of like, have them be affected and that's kind of like how i feel is that at, at the end of the at the end of the story is kind of like i have to do this by myself and i'm going to stay down with my demons and my trauma and kind of like keep everyone out from now on that's awesome that's a that's a great so yeah that's a great comparison. thank you i like that yeah um those are some good choices they're heavy choices but good nonetheless. <laughs> yes thank ah. you so, yeah, so, so that's um, music for humans. Yeah, that music for humans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's uh, any other subjects or anything you want to cover, or do you want? I can move on to what I'm recommending for our homework for next episode. Yeah, I think um, I think we're good. Yeah, nice. All right, so I was thinking of yeah. doing one that um i guess we're going to continue with the tradition of uh you do dc i do marvel so i'll go back to marvel for mine i'm gonna do um one that i don't think i've ever actually read all of but i've heard it's great um and i think it should be on the marvel app um um have you ever read um craven's last hunt oh shit no I think that'll I be a good one. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like that would be a good one. I feel like I've always heard of it and it's always been referenced and stuff like that. So I think that would be a good one to um, kind of tackle and uh, see for ourselves what about that and, and kind of dissect it from uh, from yeah. And, and again, it was it's written by J.M. Dimiteus. Dimiteus, yeah. And then um, who do you know? The it might be. Uh, um, it might be Mike Zek. So I know he was doing a lot of that stuff around that time. And he's, he's really good. Like he's one of the best artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to, so that'll be our, that'll be our next episode, I think. And then we'll, I know you told me, and I'm glad from my bad memory, I know you told me what one you want to do next, but I've already forgotten it. So it's (laughs) everyone wins. (laughs) So we'll do it. And we'll, so then um, you'll just remind me on the next episode, what we do next. So, and then I think we'll, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, figure that out for next time. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I uh, yeah I think that should be it. Um, I um you know we I, I teased it on our Twitter account. Um, but we'll soon have a new show coming. We'll with a few more yeah. guest spots, and we'll do more of a movie centric podcast, a uh, deep dive, and 
into a certain uh, classic movies. So I think you know, people are excited for that. It's going to be like a, maybe a monthly or two month bi monthly thing. What's what's every two months? What's that bi monthly or is it it's bi monthly? Yeah. Bi monthly. What's yeah. yeah? I like that. So okay, so either monthly, bi monthly, we'll figure it out. So it'll drop when it drops, but we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, I think that's uh, we'll see if there's any other shows that we want to do. Um, yeah, listen to, uh, I saw Brandon uh, and Zach on Caffeine Co-op. We dropped a new episode. I guess they'll yeah, listen to that. But uh, I heard that. I saw a little notification pop up. Um, you know, showing that you guys did one. Yeah, it's a good one. There, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like it, not only references but callouts to like the, the the two people we know that listen to the show, just like <laughs> you. Nice. And our friend Ange. It's it's very much like there's a couple sequences where like this is just for Ryan. Or like this is just for Ange. <laughs> so, I gotta start. Yeah, I, I guess start remembering to listen to it right away because I don't I don't want to be like Thank you. yeah. No, but but yeah yeah I definitely want to listen to that soon. So um yeah so everyone listen to that subscribe and rate uh this podcast and rate that podcast. Um. Thank you. What else? Um. Yeah. And then uh, oh my Twitter. Account is El Scorcho one seven seven. I write for uh, website real real anarchy dot com. I recently wrote an article uh, and uh, about uh, how Ven- uh, Venom two trailer looks amazing, but how awesome would it be if Noel showed up in volume three? Um, or not volume? Well, right. uh, a movie three. That'd be like the a great trilogy capper. But like the so. I got that article out on Monday, and then IGN did a similar article the next day. So I was like, oh, <laughs> was so good. I'll there first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. So, yeah, anything you want to um, plug? Um, you know, actually, I want to give uh, the audience uh, like a quick secret preview for the, uh, the, the, the episode after Ryan's pick. Secretly, uh, the audience, you can you, you can be in, in on the secret with me. We're going to read. <laughs>